Hey guys, welcome to another GSG podcast. Today is the 21st, 21st of November. Uh, it's right before Thanksgiving here in Chicago. And um, I'm going to head out to the Chicago suburbs and eat some food tomorrow. But uh, today we have some work to do. We have a podcast to go. We got a, uh, uh, let's see, what do you call this? We got a page full of uh, people in a chat room hanging by, uh, asking some questions. And even though they should be driving to their uh, family's house pretty soon, but that's okay. Thanks for coming out. Uh, today we're just going to kind of wing it and see what goes on with some questions from the chat room. I wanted to tell you guys uh, about the latest five-second project. If you're not familiar, um, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure most of you are familiar with the five-second project. But it's a five-second animation that you can make and submit to uh, a theme that we have every month. And uh, I think we're going to actually start to do these at least once a month. I know I've been talking about it a long time. But um, it looks like we finally have a system in place and somebody to help uh, make this a really a monthly thing. So we're going to start with um, the latest one. It's called Huge Mustache. And uh, if you are interested in making a five-second animation based on that theme, you could submit it at... Um, at the blog, and we pick a winner, and uh, we have a lot of fun with it, and we end up with some really, really cool work. So if you're looking for an excuse to make uh, a short little animation and just to play around with maybe a new technique or just learn cinema or 3D in general or any animation, uh, just head on over and uh, uh, learn about it, and I'd like to see uh, see some submissions. But that's uh, the, the five-second project, and we named it Huge Mustache because of Movember, because of uh, this Mustache November thing. And that's why, if you're watching live, um, why you see me with a silly uh, mustache. Uh, and we're um, raising awareness and, and also, more than awareness, more important than awareness, some dollars uh, for uh, cancer research. Um, and Movember is usually for testicular cancer. And prostate cancer for for the dudes, uh, but I'm also um, doubling whatever we make and whatever you guys donate um, for uh, breast cancer. So um, uh, please donate if you can. Uh, it's, uh, we've raised over uh, 750 bucks, I think, already. So uh, thank you guys for donating and for helping out. That's a big deal, and uh, and I get to wear the silly mustache, um, not for too much longer. Uh, if you want to see uh, photos of the mustache, you can see, probably see that stuff at Quick Multi Ball, which is my other kind of Tumblr blog full of photos and pinball crap. Um, and then, uh, I guess I could put that in the show notes. Let me make sure that's in there. Um, oh, cool. Anyway, so that's that. The other thing that's been going on, um, and then we'll get to some questions in the chat room, is we've been working on uh, some new HDR image stuff for cinema uh, as you know i mean i kind of started with the light kit pro that was the first thing we kind of had on the blog that was uh something i i use and i still use it a lot specifically the soft boxes but more and more uh the power of hdr uh um and it's especially studio um hdris have been kind of creeping into my workflow uh specifically for even just even just for reflections, even just for nice reflections, and then using traditional lighting uh, for other stuff. So we've been working on the HDR stuff, and um, that has been uh, the last few days. Uh, but we have a new pack coming out soon. It'll be this uh, second HDR pack that'll be full of over 70 more HDR images, uh, studio images. So excited to get that out. And an update for uh, the current uh, HDRI studio pack. Um, which is going to be compatible with um, 
some small fixes that they did in R14. They added a few different settings for uh, global illumination. So we have some new presets that work with all the way up through 14 perfectly. And we also have some new functionality with the HDR rig and all that stuff. So uh, look for that coming soon. Uh, we talked about the five-second project. And we can get to some questions, man. Let's get into this. Um, uh, the first question we had was about uh, the tablet. If I use a tablet, why I use a tablet, all that stuff. Um, I still do use a tablet, and I know I put a video out about this, a, I guess, really a long time ago now, uh, probably three, four years ago now, but I basically still use the same thing. I use the, uh, right now I'm, I'm on the Intuos 4 uh, small size tablet, and um, I use the small one mostly because it fits in front of my keyboard really nice. Anything larger than that, it just kind of gets in the way. Uh, and then I also... Um, I don't really use it to draw. I kind of use it as a mouse, and uh, so my current setup right now is a is a is a is a, the the tablet directly in front of me, and then I have a trackpad to my right, the kind of Apple you know big piece of glass trackpad thing, and that works really well because I can scroll with the trackpad, and then I basically have this, and then when I type, I have I I can kind of tuck the the pen up into my fingers and type, and it works really well. I had uh, some wrist problems back when I was. Working at uh, Digital Kitchen, I you know was sat there with a mouse and moved moved around, moved around. And I started getting those you know kind of weird wrist pains, those like forearm pains. And I looked it up, and uh, they you know they basically said that's kind of the start of some some problems. So I gave a tablet a try because that's what they recommended, and I've I can't work without it now. So uh, you know I, I haven't had experience with the new the the new Intuos fives and all the touch and all that stuff. I'm um, sure they're great. Uh, I did, however, have a huge problem with Mountain Lion and the, and the current drivers. And what I had to do is kind of roll back my driver. So if you're having any issues on Mountain Lion, specifically Cinema 4D, it was getting some really weird um, kind of selection and, and um, highlighting problems. And uh, if you guys have any problems with that, just roll back to the oldest available driver that works with Mountain Lion, which is like 6.3.3.3 or something like that. Um, and uh, that seemed to work. Uh, it's still not perfect. It's still a little laggy, but it uh, it works works pretty well. Um, so thanks for the question. I didn't get the name on who asked that, but we do have a question from Zidan um, Zidan Zisu. I hope that's your real name. That sounds awesome. Uh, he is asking. Uh, he says, knowing that there is always someone better than you out there, how do you gain confidence in this field? Um, and I thought that was a really good question. I think it's something that a lot of uh, a lot of people, but specifically creative people, really um, worry about is is always knowing that there are better people out there. There's a couple different ways to look at it. One is to understand that you know because the internet exists, you're, there's always I mean there's always going to be somebody better out there, um, and and so. If you just imagine yourself in like a small community of des local designers without actually being able to log in on the internet and see the whole entire world out there, um, you can see how this could become this really crazy problem recently where the best work filters up to the top and you it is it is shown to you on on all these you know inspiration blogs and Tumblr and all these great places where you get to see literally the best work out there uh, with a couple clicks of a button. And you can look at that and say, um, you can look at that and say, man, why am I even doing this? This guy's, you know, this guy's uh, 
awesome, right? But you have to realize that there, there's a scale of everything. And your scale is your scale. His scale is his scale. The best thing you could take from looking at somebody's work that you really, really admire and seeing how great it is is to learn why it's so great. Um, there is no sense in um, necessarily worrying about uh, how crappy you are in comparison unless it's to get your butt in gear and to get better. If So in other words, if you look at somebody and say, oh, they're, they're a lot better than me, I give up, well, you know what? Good. Get out. Uh, but if you look at somebody that is better than you and you say, wow, they're really good, why is that? Why, how do they get so good? And why um, and how can I get better? I think that's the best lesson you can learn from looking at great work. Uh, I totally get the feeling of why, 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 why even bother? The other way to think about it is to you know, be comfortable with doing the best work you can and, and understanding that you know, people get better at what they do over time. Um, and some kids are 20 and, and have impeccable taste and, and great design taste. Um, but to me, it's always been uh, – to me, it's always uh, – I always try to make it a very um, kind of mentor-like state. Uh, and see, you know, I, I think about the people that got me in all this stuff, like MK12, um, and looking at their work, and, and it's still uh, some of the best work out there. And I, frankly, I don't think, you know, I'll be able to do that. Why? I'm not a, as good a designer as they are. Um, I've been trying, you know, I've been trying to get, become a better designer, to become a better animator. And um, am I at MK12? No freaking way. No way. Uh, but do they still get me excited every time I see their work? Yep. And do they still make me uh, try to work harder on learning typography <laughs> and figuring out some of this stuff? Still, every day. So, you know, if, if, really, if, if you really are that discouraged, take a break. You know, it's just a computer. It's just work. And realize that you're seeing literally the best of the best. And um, you're also... Uh, you're also you're also not directly in competition with them. Uh, you're in a field where there are a lot of different levels, a lot of different jobs, and a lot of different tastes, and for a lot of different people, uh, you're not um, you're not strictly just running the fastest quarter mile. Um, if that was the case, there's one way to measure how good you are, and that is how freaking fast can you run, and. Uh, and that's it. You know, if you wear nicer shoes or your, 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 uh, your uh, jewelry is nicer or your personality was better or all those other things, that really doesn't matter in, in a job where, where all you have to do is run as fast as you can. And there are a lot of jobs like that. Like, 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 let's say, hard drive manufacturing or something where literally how big is it, how cheap is it, and how reliable is it? Maybe three things, right? Um, but in our job, and what we do, uh, we have multiple, multiple, multiple things that people base uh, working with us on. And, and some of those are, you know, personality, how you work well with others, um, how you uh, do your job. Of course, the final product is a big part of that. But there's um, different things. There's how you manage a client relationship. There's what your price is. There's the style of work that you do. And some people like uh, this style and some people like this style. Um, you're, you're Luckily, you're in a in a place where um, who you think might be the best in the world, uh, somebody might not want to hire them and hire somebody else. So really um, put it in perspective. Um, I think that might be the best way to handle somebody being uh, you know, wildly more successful or better or talented or whatever, you, whatever that is that bugs you. Put it in 
A, put it in perspective. Um, understand where you sit in the hierarchy, and that's fine. You know, be comfortable with that. And also realize that you're literally seeing the best of the best, and um, you need to really put it in perspective. Anyway, I thought that was a good question, and uh, probably didn't quite make too much sense, but uh, hopefully it did to somebody. <laughs> uh, up next, we have an interview. Somebody, uh, I forgot to grab his name. Uh, he has an interview, I think Friday, right? Who had the interview in the chat room? Um, and he's asking for some interview pointers. Interview pointers. He's, uh, he, may, he wants to make sure he's uh, make a good, good impression and get this job. Um, the, the best interview pointer and really the only one that I continually say, for me anyway, when I was in very limited, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily always in a place to, to sit and hire designers. I've been in a couple meetings like that when I used to work in, in the business. Um, and to me, the thing that stands out is having a, a passion for your work and having an answer for why you do things. Um, so, for example, the classic example was this, uh, this, this kid that came in and uh, he had some decent work. But when we asked him, you know, how that work came to be or, you know, what was your thoughts behind this or, where, you know, why did you make this animation or whatever it is, he answered with things like, oh, it was a school project. And that was it. That was his answer. And then we go, oh, that's a really cool piece. Um, can you tell us a little bit about it? And he goes, yeah, my friend did this part, and then I um, did this part. And they were very, you know, short answers. Um, and 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 he seemed, first of all, he seemed uh, unexcited about the work, you know, um, not even like uh, it was he was above it or anything. Just like you know, I don't know. I, I did the work. The other thing was was uh, he seemed very um, disconnected from the process and and not willing to share the process. And and there's at least where where I worked, there were there was a lot of that. There was a lot of communication that happened. It wasn't just people behind a computer all day. It was communicating what your thoughts are, communicating what you think is best, and trying to communicate maybe to a client what you think is best. So I, for me, the number one thing, no matter what your skill level is, no matter where you are in your career, going in and having, and sh- not just having it, but showing and sharing your passion about your work to them, I think is one of the best things you could do. Uh, have a reason. Have a reason you made this. Have a reason you showed this and not another thing. Um, and I mean, you, you you have a reason just by being passionate about it, right? Uh, so that that to me is the only thing. You know, people ask dress code and and all those little things. I don't know. I think it's different everywhere. Wear what everyone else wears, but a little bit nicer. Um, you know, don't go overboard. Don't wear a tuxedo. Uh, but you know, find out what other people wear and 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 make it a little bit nicer. That's all you have to do, especially in this business. Um, now, you know, like I said. If you're serving, uh, if you're serving steaks, get the tuxedo on. But I think you'll be fine. Was that AC Animate? Did I? Uh, was that the right one? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe that was the wrong person in the chat room. Sorry, guys. But I didn't get the name on that one. So, uh, anyway, what do you? What else you guys uh, talk about here? Um, we have uh, we have Robot Eye that has a question in the chat room. He says, "How do you advertise yourself? Where do you start?" Um, and I'm assuming that means, you know, if you're a freelancer, you're trying to get a job, um, what, what, how do you start to get, get the word out, get the name out? And um, for me, it's always been to just be a part of the community. And, um, 
however that is for you and however you can be a part, however you can help the community itself. Um, if you just go try to entertain and go meet people that are hiring, uh, it's very, 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 very often that the people that are hiring are not necessarily part of the community that you want to be in. And, uh, and, it's, and it's so it's difficult to actually go find the people that are hiring. Because, uh, like I said, the hiring people are the bosses and the managers and the those level people, right? Um, or the clients, you know, uh, the, the agency people. It's 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 more it's more likely that you're gonna bump elbows with other artists, with other designers, with other people that are in your field. So go f- go to those people, and then what happens is when their manager, their producer, their you know friend says, "Hey, do you know anybody?" You want to be on that short list. You want to be on that list, even if it's like, oh, yeah, I met this guy at a thing. I met this girl at this event, and, you know, she, um, uh, we seem really nice. Uh, maybe you should have an interview with them. And that, to me, is uh, the, 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 you know, it's not advertising. It's not an ad. It's not a thing in the paper. It's not blasting your reel out to everybody on Facebook. It is going to an event where other people um, do what you would like to do and talking and being open and sharing. Um, if that doesn't exist in your town, if it's not close to you, then you have to do that online. You have to go to a forum. You have to go to uh, a, 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 a page where people are talking about stuff and having a discussion about stuff and becoming a, a, a part of it and helping. Um, that to me is, you always seem like the best way to start uh, because you, um, you you can show people what you do and what your talents are by going out and helping other people do what they have need help with and you also get your word out there and if you're nice and you're personable and you're talking then you you have that on your side too um i wish it wasn't true i wish it was a pure just meritocracy and the best work you know there was a a client that went to a website that showed all the work and they went through and they found the work that that they thought was good and they thought was in their budget and they hired that person. But that is not how it has happened. Maybe that technology will exist one day. Maybe they will build that into the internet someday or some smart person will have a, a way to, to do that. You know, I, I try to do something similar with real roulette where people can just search through, but up till now and, or, you know, ever since I've been in this industry, it's been personal, 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 personal. And yeah, you know, animators, 3D artists, computer nerds, you know, designers even, sometimes aren't the most personable people. And, uh, and, and sometimes they're really talented. And um, sometimes that just doesn't work out as well, in my, in my, in my opinion, in my history. Um, so learn, learn how to be personal. Learn how to meet people. And go talk to them and let them know how great you are. Robot Eye, thanks for the question. Um, let's see here. Let's see what we got. Uh huh. All right. Duh, 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 duh. I'm just reading through some of these questions. Um, we have some good ones here. There, there's some tough ones to answer. <laughs> you guys are asking some tough questions. Uh, all right. Let's go with this one. Um, this is a 
a question I get all the time, and I, I probably have even said this on another podcast, but we'll say a quick version of this, which is uh, Tokuna says, hey, man, I've used many 3D programs, and I've seen also a lot of people use a lot of different 3D programs. What is it about cinema that you like compared to Maya and 3D Max? Um, now, I can go through my big bullet point thing, um, but honestly, it it does what I need it to do. It uh, is is it uh, has all the tools that I need it to have. And uh, it was the first piece of 3D software that I opened and didn't immediately want to close it and run away. Now, I, uh, is that right for everybody? I don't think it is right for everybody. Um, I think if you're working in a large team or, you, or you, where, you, where the job you want to have, uh, if they use Maya all day, you might have to go do that. Um, but for me, more and more, and I, I swear this, is, it ha- this has to be an old guy thing. For me, more and more and more, I care less about the tool and less about the hardware and less about what um, what video card I have and less about um, what software I'm using and more about enjoying the process and making something and understanding that other people have different, you know, as much as I can't even understand why uh, anybody wouldn't use a tablet and, and still uses a, a mouse like an animal. I uh, I have to just say like people like using a mouse and people like using Macs and people like using Maya. Um, my personal reasons are my reasons and they don't apply to you. Um, and that's some uh, um, <laughs> seems like a un, such the, like an unhelpful thing to say. Um, but you know what? I think you should go try it and get a free demo. And uh, and if it doesn't do what you uh, need it to do, or if it's not the way it's designed, is doesn't hit with you, if it's not a tool you want to use, um, then that's not the tool for you. Um, man, and it sounds like such like an unhelpful idiot answer. But more and more, by, 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 by forcing anyone to use stuff that I, I think is helpful, all I could say is what I think is helpful. I think cinema is easy to use. I think um, I'm comfortable with it by now. Um, and I've tried some of the other ones, and they didn't fit me. They didn't fit my workflow. I like big round buttons. You know what? And they did it first, and I love it. I love it. And now, you know, and now I met the guys, and, and I, I, I got to hug a, a developer. So, you know, I'm kind of tight, kind of tight with cinema. Um, I don't know. That's not a helpful answer. I hope, it's in, I hope though, it's, that it's an instructive answer on when, when you decide to choose what you choose. Um, get information, uh, but in the end, you have to try stuff. You have to go try it and see if it's for you. Some people are nuke people. Some people are After Effects people. Some people are Pro Tools people. Some people are Avid people, and um, some some are Coke. Some are Pepsi. My friend recently, his answer to all of this is, they make thirty one flavors for a for a reason, um, and uh, it's just such a not fun answer. But you know what? Now we don't have to go yell at each other like it's YouTube about what what's better, Mac or PC. Pick what you want to pick, and and go make stuff. Um, I hope I hope uh, I hope that works in almost every software and hardware decision. Um, you uh, you 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 make. You know, I get the question too about what computer to buy. You know, I have this much money and this. You know, should I spend the money on this? video card and honestly four years ago i would have had um an an, an, a really serious answer 
Uh, but really, there's two reasons I don't have an answer to that question now. One is I'm not up to date with all the technology like I used to. I don't know the best video card. I don't know the best hard drives and the, and and all that. Um, my answer now is get the fastest computer you could afford. Uh, and and uh, again, it seems like such a dumb answer, uh, but especially in, in 3D, we have this thing where. Uh, in in almost every other situation, the the asymptote of like the top end of computers have has flattened years ago. You know, if uh, you don't need this crazy computer, uh, you don't need a twenty core machine to do almost everything else in the whole world, except for video and animation and maybe some math calculations, right? But for the average person, they you can run off a a, a, a Mac Air at this point. Um, so, you know, get, get what, get what works. And if it's not working, try something else. I hope that, I hope that can apply to almost everything instead of getting into hardware, um, getting into more hardware, (laughs) uh, discussions. Um, all right. God, that's such an old guy answer, isn't it? I hate that. But (laughs) that's what my brain says anymore. All right. Um. Let's get a, a couple more here. It's a, it's a sad, sad tale in Chicago because we're on on the edge of the um, of the uh, time zone, which means it gets dark at like four twenty here. Um, let's say four thirty, so there's no jokes. But it literally is getting dark. It's really it's a sad, sad um, it's a sad, sad moment. Uh, all right, let's get one more question here from the chat room. And uh, we'll be back in another week with um, with a more focused uh, podcast. And thanks for uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, Valentine, I think, is uh, asking. Uh, he says, "Hey, Nick, I love your work. Where do you find inspiration for your work?" And uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, I always I always never understood the inspiration thing. Um, I, uh, I'm not, uh, I don't have like an artistic answer for why I make, you know, uh, spheres fly around. Um, I am, I'm intrigued by process. I'm intrigued by, uh, figuring out an easier way to do things. Uh, I'm interested in actually making something that I think is beautiful, um, and remaking it. That process, uh, I enjoy that process of, of, making things is seeing something really cool and, and trying to see if I could pull it off. Um, and honestly, that last thing I just said that, that see something nice and see if I could do it has driven 90% of what you consider. I am, uh, what you might consider being creative. Um, and honestly, I think that's the, tr- you know, I talk to a lot of designers and, and actual designers. Like these are like, re- you know, real, they could, they grid, la- they could lay out stuff you know, like James, you know? Um, and, uh, and I hear similar things and it's not always the same, but a lot of it is, uh, they grew up wanting to make the things that they saw. And it's always been a part of, um, you know, and I, I, I've been thinking a lot about this recently where I can't, I can't even enjoy things that I don't have a potential to eventually maybe try to be a part of one day. Uh, I think that's a reason I don't like movies. I don't have the attention span. And frankly, I don't want to sit behind a camera or, and I, I don't want to act. And I don't want to set up lights. And I'm not interested in scoring a film. You know, um, maybe Mark Mothersbaugh. You know, I could get, all, I could get up in his, his uh, 
you know, line of work. But for the most part, a movie is one of those things I, I can't feel personally attached to creatively because I'm not interested in the process. Um, you know, I like the behind the scenes on Pixar stuff, but, you know, I'm not going to sit and animate one character for a month at a time or light one scene. Um, it's not part of my interest. That's where this reason I like TV commercials and I like short films and I like music um, and I like one man bands. I mean, one man band is like the perfect analogy for this. I I obsess with one man bands because why? Because I don't I'm not a great band member. I, you know, I'm like I'm like, you know, show up late for practice and, you know, want to play it my way and I don't care how the guitarist wants to play it. You know, that's just like creatively, that's just how I work sometimes. I'm tough to get along with in a team, you know, and uh, one man bands don't have to deal with it, you know. Um, So creatively, uh, you know, what you what you might consider me, uh, what you might consider um, me being creative is looking at things I enjoy and seeing how I can make it. Uh, it's, it's actually the opposite of creativity. It's not a creative act. It is a, um, it is a purely technical act. I think, um, I think you can learn so much by looking at something really, really beautiful that you love and ripping it off exact. Make it perfect. Make it pixel perfect. You should be able to look at, uh, if you want to make an iPhone rotate, I did this on the blog a couple years ago. Or maybe a year ago, I put up a, a rotating iPhone from an Apple commercial that looked great. And it had the nice reflections and the diagonal reflections as it turned. And I said, this is, the le- this is what we're going to do. We're all going to rip this off exactly. No creative license. No making it pink instead of white. No making it an Android phone. Like I want everybody to try as hard as they can to make this exact and it's not for your portfolio, and it's not for your reel, and it's not to show it off because it's already been done. It's not the point. The point is that by, by trying to make exactly what you think is beautiful, you're going to find out how, uh, how to get there, right? And the subtle little differences, right? The, the, the way the light angled across the iPhone in, in, a, in a little 45-degree angle, but it had a slightly soft edge, the way that the home button was concave and it caught just a corner, just a little corner of one of like a little light in the side. And it, and it accentuated that home button being concave and showing that. Those little details make it exactly perfect. And you're going to learn how to do that. How do you light a, a mostly flat object, right? I think those exercises for me is what drives 90% of why I pick up an, uh, this, this, this pen and, and make more stuff. I'm interested in that. I want to see how other people do it, and I want to try it myself. And uh, it's not entertaining to me unless I could try it myself. Um, I guess uh, we'll leave it at that. That's a good podcast. Uh, Well, I can't say if it's good or not. That's up to you guys. But um, getting dark here in Chicago. I hope you guys have a good holiday, and I'll be back with another podcast really soon. Until then, keep making stuff, keep rendering, and uh, I'll see see you next week. Bye, everybody.